Hey everybody, I just wanted to let you know you can follow me on Twitter at Still Podcast or on Instagram at Still Waiting underscore podcast. Or if you want to be featured on the show, maybe you want to leave a voice message, ask me a question, uh, give me a topic to talk about, you can go ahead and go to anchor.fm forward slash Ernie, E R N I E dash. Cornejo, C-O-R-N-E-J-O, or if you don't want to enter that address at all, you can just go to anchor.fm and look up Still Waiting Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Still Waiting Podcast, episode 27. (laughs) I don't even know where I'm at right now, to be honest. I've, I've been fighting a cold for the last three or four days, and then again, I mean, I also went to war with my son the last two days, so I am feeling very, very exhausted, very, very mentally exhausted, very physically exhausted, even a little emotionally exhausted, but whatever. He's gone back with his mom. I'm happy. <laughs> about that as much as i miss the kid i i adore him but it's just like i can i can breathe again so um anyway welcome back to another week of the still waiting podcast the bigger the better uh maybe better version of the still waiting podcast this week i don't know uh again i'm i apologize in advance for my stupid voice because like i just don't sound right in my head right now to be honest so forgive me in advance if this just sounds awful again i've been fighting a cold for the last four days it could be covid i mean it's not covid i don't it's not fucking covid covid is long gone for me uh but you know there are those assholes that are seriously like, they don't believe a freaking cold exists anymore. Everything is COVID. <laughs> but whatever. Um, but what did, I, what did I want to get into this week? I'm actually really going to try. I'm going to try to make this short, but Angel made that kind of difficult this week to make this episode a little bit shorter than usual because, boy, he fired off again. But we'll get into that later. Um, so what did I want to get into this week? Oh, I submitted or I made a post about or earlier this week because of the release of the last week's episode it made me pass 500 listens and I was so stoked on that I mean of course I wish it was like 500,000 listens but you know I'm still a very I'm very much a beginner and I'm getting my voice is I'm I'm, I'm figuring out my voice or I figured it out and I, I couldn't be happier than ever to be honest like that I just passed 500 listens so thank you guys for listening, and please go like, share, subscribe, review, whatever. It means nothing to you, but it means the world to me um, that you guys even give me a chance. And uh, just uh, I I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at you you guys if you gave me a bad review for this week's because my voice <laughs> seriously like the the cold is. <clears throat> Sorry about that. The cold is just bringing me down. But uh, one thing that was like a pick me up this weekend was my girlfriend. I knew that she was swinging by this weekend just to drop some stuff off. For she went to like a, a butcher out in Mount Angel and got me a meat pack, and I was so so grateful for that. But she also brought me. I mean, I told her about what I was fighting my cold and stuff like that. She brought me my favorite tea from starbucks and i haven't had that in months i used to have that stuff daily but when i had the money and when i had the the time to go to starbucks um but yeah it's the medicine ball tea it's so fucking delicious (laughs) like when she got it for me it was just like a godsend i was like oh thank you i love you so so much so Thank you to my girlfriend for obviously thinking about me. She always does whenever I come down with stuff like this. <laughs> and she knows she knows uh, my favorite things to get me just to just brighten my day. Oh, that was very, very sweet of her. And speaking of her, I, I mean, I want to apologize to her actually because she was 
telling me last week, she's like, you don't talk about me enough on your podcast. <laughs> and I'm sorry. There were some things that I forgot that I left out on the last podcast that we did, you know, just kind of like, because we don't see each other that often now. Like, I used to see her daily, and I, now it's like, I'm lucky if I see her once a week. But, um, you know, after the Megadeth show, we really, like, got some time together, and that was very, very nice. We got to watch a lot of movies, got to just... I got to cook her dinner, got to cook her breakfast. You know, I spoiled her when I when she stays the night here, and uh, it was just it was a very very sweet, like it was a very very sweet time together. I should I should have brought that up in the last episode. My bad for not bringing that up. It was just I don't know. I was going off on all cylinders about Megadeth and open mics and whatever. So my apologies to my girlfriend. That was but thank you also for thinking of me this week. Because, boy, that, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm struggling just to talk on this episode this week. <coughs> sorry. So, uh, sorry for the aggressive coughing. If it get, becomes too much, I might edit some stuff out. So don't uh, be surprised if this just sounds glitchy as fuck. Um, all right. So moving on. Uh, again, I just got done with... Two days with my son, two straight days. You know, I'm not used to having him for two straight days, and boy, that was that was a struggle, especially today. You know, when he wants something, the, the kid's obviously spoiled, spoiled rotten. So when he wants something, you know, it's just like he, it's that entitled attitude now is coming out of him, and so now I gotta be freaking bossed at and just tell him, nope, 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 nope. That's not how we get things anymore. So, sorry, man. Um, but the funny thing about this week was I got another phone call from the ex-wife when he was going insane. Like he was flipping out on her, like telling her he wasn't going to go to preschool. I mean, what kid freaks out about going to preschool? My kid apparently does. (laughs) Um, so... She, she calls me in a panic, like, freaking out, yelling at him. He's kind of just, like, being a rebel already at freaking four years old, going on five. And I have to, like, just talk to him. Tell him, like, hey, this is no choice, man. You have no choice here. You're going to preschool. And then next thing I know, he's getting he, he's getting pulled to his room by his mom. And, well, then I'm, I'm forced to talk to my ex-mother-in-law. <laughs> That was a little awkward, but she was telling me that, like, this is happening a lot more, and I was just like, oh, well, what are you going to do? So I go off to work. I'm just driving, and then I hit a stoplight, and I ended up texting my ex-wife and telling her, or asking her, like, how, how is he now? And she immediately FaceTimes me again, freaking out because they're in the parking lot, and he's just doing all sorts of stuff, just making a scene. And so I just told her, all right, you know, I'll turn around. I'll meet you over there. And I ended up meeting her at the Winco by the school that he goes to. And I became a boss dad, man. Like, there's one thing I, I take pride in is, like, when I can be stern, like, it comes out. It really does. And then... It makes me kind of like chuckle because it's not like me like rubbing it in my ex-wife's face like haha this is what you left because no that actually is something I learned since I since we parted ways you know my my girlfriend now she freaking has taught me a lot of things about how to parent a certain way and I I thank her so much for that but um no I became bossed at in that moment and said you know, this is not this is not a question, man. Like, you're gonna you're gonna sh- go to school, and you know, I ended up like telling him like I don't like getting phone calls like this. I'd rather see your mom is calling me and it be you calling me. But you know, I was just telling him like this is this is not okay. You gotta respect your mom. You gotta respect me. Blah blah blah. And it's just like he. It, what's funny is like the second I opened the door to talk to him, it's like the look in his eyes like he knew he was in trouble when I showed up <laughs> and it was just like that gave me like that that ooh, that gooey feeling like ah I'm a badass but <laughs> it's like it's like I'm not gonna hurt the kid either 
So it's just like, but it still feels good that, you know, your kid fears you but respects you. And that's what I'm trying to instill in him, obviously, still to this day. But, you know, little by little, it's working. And I'm happy about that. <clears throat> um, Jesus. Oh, gosh. Man, I, my voice. I, I can't help it. I'm going to be shitting on myself this entire episode because my voice is just totally shot. Um, but, yeah, I mean... Other than that, I was like, I ended up, as soon as we got done at Winco, my ex-wife, she's like, hey, can you follow me to the school? And I was like, yeah, sure. And um, we walked him in, and he was just an angel the second I walked him in. And he went in with his teacher. <laughs> it's like, I had to like sit there and be like, kind of give myself a, a pat on the back but not in front of my ex-wife. And she, you know, thanked me for helping out and just said, yeah, you know, you just got to be, you got to approach things differently and not be so aggressive because he actually feeds off that. That's my kid for you. He feeds off, like, he wants to see the devil in you. And if he sees it, it's just like, oh, that's fuel to the fire for him. So thank God for my girlfriend now. She's taught me, like, a different approach and I'm I've learned it and I'm hoping my ex-wife learns it so we'll see what happens down the road um alright so I'm gonna do a little shift change here because now that I got my you know week kind of out of the way uh this episode's gonna be a little bit different because I was very shocked to hear some news during the week, this week. The comedy world, like, was just at complete, like, what the fuck mode. Like, are you serious? Because Norm MacDonald, um, famous comedian, I've known, I've been, I've looked up to this guy since I was probably eight years old. When he was in SNL and all that stuff. But he passed away. From cancer, he like, apparently he'd been fighting cancer for the last decade, and nobody knew. No, no friends, no family knew this, but he had been fighting cancer for the last ten years, and it's just like this is un fucking real. Like Norm Macdonald, like I honestly like I attribute a lot of my, well, I don't know if it's a tribute, but like he was basically the the door that opened up for me like as far as like comedy wise like the w the way the dry sense of humor the his dry delivery his very sarcastic delivery it was something i just loved about him from the time i was a, when i was a kid when he was on weekend update on snl uh, my favorite movie of his is dirty work and as soon as I found out about his passing, I was like, I have to watch that movie. I ended up watching it on Tuesday night, the, the day he died. And it was just like, oh my gosh, this just brings back so many memories of my childhood. The movie itself is fantastic. It's such a great, like, I, I really wish I would have adopted that mentality, like not to take shit from anyone. Because that's what the movie is about. It's about him not taking crap from anybody. You know, millionaires to childhood bullies. Uh, like, he just knows how to get revenge. And, like, I, like, love that movie. It's just so, so good. And Chris Farley makes an appearance. He makes a couple appearances on that movie. And he, you know, if anybody knows Chris Farley, the guy was also a, a comedic genius. <coughs> but... Norm Macdonald also, like, I, like he had one of the best characters on SNL when he would do characters, aside from Weekend Update. He did uh, Burt Reynolds on Celebrity Jeopardy. So anybody can YouTube this stuff. Like, you could YouTube a shit ton of Norm Macdonald clips, and a good chunk of it is him doing Burt Reynolds on Celebrity Jeopardy. And I just loved it when he started going by the name Turd Ferguson. <laughs> it's just I don't know it like like that's why this episode is going to be called what it's called is uh, rest in peace Turt Ferguson because seriously like 
<laughs> just, I don't know. Norm Macdonald was a genius. He he just knew how to just like just the the smile on his face to the, the delivery of his jokes. I don't know. It, I can't even like I said. I can't even like uh, talk. Or I can't even like think about like what I want to say about the guy. But just an amazing dude. I really wish I would have like known him personally because it sounds like he was just a genuine person to be around and a very like sweet person to be around. Aside from his humor, sense of humor, uh, because he always just obviously wanted to make people laugh no matter what. Um, oh gosh, like it's just it's just unbelievable that he's gone because. Seriously, ever since I found out the news, I was like, I want to find out everything that he's on, just to just to watch it and and, and just really enjoy it. Like you can, like I said, I was watching you, you can YouTube it, it, uh, his stuff, but I was like watching YouTube clips of him for like hours the other night, and it's just like a lot of his late night appearances on Conan were on there, a lot of SNL clips, like a guy just like speaking of SNL, the guy did not give a fuck. Like he. He got fired from SNL because he was making so many O.J. Simpson and Bill Clinton jokes. So much so that they were kind of warning him, like, "Hey, you're treading on, you're treading on." Uh, what's I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I can't even think of the analogy right now. But they were pretty much just warning him, like, you know, keep it up, man. Like, or like not keep it up but like quit making jokes about it and move on because the Clintons being the Clintons like he was even saying like they were murderers back in the 90s <coughs> but anyway but he was making so many OJ jokes too and he was getting warned about that and he got warned but he gosh I know I'm like <laughs> going in circles right now um, he decided to double down. He said, fuck you guys. Like, this guy is a murderer. The Clintons are murderers, and I'm going to joke about it. And they fired him. And their apparent reason was he wasn't funny. Like, if you watch his clips, he is making the crowds just die laughing. And, <laughs> I don't know, it's just... I can really appreciate people like that they that will sit there and with their job on the line and sit there and say fuck you like this is this is the america that i grew up in and i'm gonna talk about it like i'm gonna i'm gonna express my first amendment right to talk about whatever the hell i want and he just didn't give a fuck and i love that about him like i don't know just Go watch Dirty Work. It's on HBO Max. Go watch his YouTube clips. Go watch... He's even on... Uh, if anybody's watched that, Comedians in Cars with Jerry Seinfeld. He's on an episode. Hilarious interview with him With him on there. Um, gosh, but... The dude's gonna be missed for sure. Especially in the comedy world. Like, like I said, he was probably my first real introduction to that dark sarcastic dry comedy and yeah he's just gonna be missed but oh gosh anyway uh cheers norm i'm just gonna drink to you right now um but speaking of a guy that like well speaking of not giving a fuck to really to be honest i uh got into an audiobook this week and because I I heard an interview from Tom Segura, he's got another podcast too, where he interviews people. And I mean, he's interviewed like the guy from Shark Tank, the old guy. He's interviewed freaking DJs. He's interviewed comedians. He's interviewed numerous people. But he interviewed this guy, and I was just like, I've heard this book before. Like, why haven't I listened to it? Because this interview is actually very very interesting, and it's called. The book itself is called The Subtle Arts of Not Giving a Fuck. And I'm listening to it right now, about halfway through. It's so good. It, I mean, it, it describes certain personality traits of mine that I 
can point out and be like, wow, I like, I care too much. That's my problem. I care way too much. I need to learn to let go of certain things to live a happier lifestyle. And that's what this, that's what this book is. It's like, it's kind of just teaching, you know, like life is so short and we have so many, we, we have a limited amount of fucks to give. So it's just kind of pick and choose. Otherwise, live your life not giving a fuck. Like that's basically the message in a nutshell. But it's a fantastic book. I'm actually like really enthralled by it. And the interview itself was really amazing. Um, I forgot the guy's name. I think his name Mark Manson. I mean, it's a it's a very genius book. I mean, there's there are a lot of fucks. If you if you're not if you're not really like if naughty language is not your thing maybe you don't want to check it out and I, i'll understand that but why are you listening to the why are you listening to me because i say fuck a lot <coughs> oh gosh all right i was going to talk about something else but you know what nah it's not even worth it, it is, i'm actually just going to get right into angel's corner because uh, what i'm 20 minutes in and he submitted so much shit. So <laughs> I'm going to try to make this a shorter episode today, guys. Sorry. My voice is just... Ugh. Alright. So, Angel Benuelos, writer for my show. Basically a writer for my show. Not formally a writer for my show, but basically a writer for my show. He helps me out tremendously with this podcast and submits so many questions or in this case from what I remember from what I read this week he also kind of revisits certain things from like previous episodes and he clarifies so that's what he's going to do this week and he's also going to ask a shit ton of questions so thank you Angel you're an amazing person and people I know people listen to this show. Help this guy out. Give me a knock-knock joke or something. I don't know. Give me questions. Give me something. Help this guy out so he doesn't have to do so much. But I honestly think he thrives on, you know, throwing so much shit at me. He, he, he like, loves just keeping me on my toes. Hey, thanks, Angel. I love you too, man. All right. So here we go, Angel's Corner. Uh, here. Jeez, I have to scroll all the way up. All right. I wanted to answer and shed some light on a couple of questions from your last podcast episode 26. Voluntold is what the military uses as saying they are as saying they are saying they are volunteering, but in reality, they are told to do it. Okay, so it's like a play on words. Voluntold. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, the reason for the National Guard is because in many departments, they are extremely understaffed, and the demand of patient care is on, a, on an all-time high. We have lots of people who are working when COVID started and still pushing through. New hires come in, but end up leaving because it is extremely busy. Current staff members are all are burnt out and exhausted, but still getting yelled at by other staff because because everyone is so overworked. The National Guard is there to fill in the holes, to still meet the need and help get things done in a timely manner. Okay, I can appreciate that, um, but you know I. I have been over there on campus. I do go there at least once a day. And certain vol certain National Guard people I see just standing around. Like it's it's but the thing is they're like stationed at a department uh like with like information services or something like that. So they're just really there to help other help people like to just give directions, I don't know. But anyway, going forward uh <coughs> oh Jason um well I get that though I honestly I, I do get that like we we are understaffed even in my department we're understaffed but 
I don't know, like, maybe I'm just not seeing the main campus. Like, I, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm only there for, like, maybe 10 to 20 minutes at most a day. So I'm obviously not seeing the bigger picture why they're there. Um, but I guess I could appreciate why they're there. All right. All right. Being in the National Guard is an honor and understandable on why they are not happy on doing odd jobs like cleaning the hospital. But my question is, why are people getting in the military and saying I would do anything for my country and even die for their country? Um, to some people, cleaning the hospital or how some might say being a janitor is a waste of the National Guard's time. But if you get into detail what the cleaning staff for the hospital, a.k.a. environmental services, do. They sterilize the hospital and kill bacteria and clean things top to bottom just so the next patient can be safe and not be in a room or bed that just had a patient that had COVID, MRSA, shingles, C. diff, etc. And this job, this is the job that some environmental services staff members will retire from and you already have other staff members like some nurses or doctors looking down at them and now you got the National Guard saying and I quote I am a fucking janitor which is degrading we got some environmental services workers who take pride in their job and deal with a lot of crap literally and figuratively those are just some of the examples but again is it a waste of the National Guard's time oh that's a really lengthy one man uh, you were really firing off there. I know you, you come at that with a little bit of a bias, and I totally get that, man. I uh, totally understand that. Um, it that's, that's, really, that's really, really hard to answer because I honestly, I could see the National Guard's point of view, but I could also see how it's a slap in the face to the people that will retire there doing that job because this is like, hey, man, like, you know, some people don't have other options, and that is, that sucks. I, I mean, um, but you, you, you actually kind of hit the nail on the head there, like, with the whole, hey, they would do anything for their country. What's the, what's, what's, so you're telling me you'd rather go to war and possibly die than scrub a toilet or freaking... Uh, I don't know, just clean a, clean a room top to bottom, disinfecting everything. So a patient that needs, that's fighting for their life can have a clean room. Like, like I don't know. I, I think I'd rather do the janitor work or the environmental services work, to be honest. Um, because I know, I already said it before, I'm a total bitch, and I know I wouldn't last in... A war setting going to war so that is a good question man because I'm trying to reread this in a let's see here um I don't know it, honestly you really just have to with the National Guard, well, with the National Guard, I will say, like, I would be upset if I were in their shoes. Okay, being, like, told, like, hey, man, I joined the National Guard because I figured is this would be a good opportunity for me to um, devote myself to my country and devote my time and, you know... But, of course, you know, you think you're joining the military, so you're going to be doing badass shit at the same time. So, like, fighting with guns, fighting, you know, you know, a lot of basic training, a lot of training with weaponry, a lot of computer training, a lot of just odd jobs there. But then you get stationed to go to a hospital. I, I don't know. Like, I'm probably just spitting a lot of bullshit at this point. But I can honestly see both sides. And I mean, that's just, I don't know. <laughs> that's going to be a lot of I, know, I don't know regarding this. <coughs> Shit. Oh my gosh, I should have just saved myself. I should have just saved this for next week. But 
I mean, Norm MacDonald passed away, so I got a freaking... I had to just get this episode in just to kind of devote my time or devote my... This episode... Ah. <laughs> oh, God, Ernie. Figure it out, man. Figure it out. All right. Well, I figured I would just really... Uh... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Last for words here, guys. You know what I mean. I'm trying to just... This episode it goes out to Norm MacDonald, by the way. That's what I'm trying to say, basically. All right, going on. With uh, these next questions, I want to just say it might tr be a trigger warning, and I just want to create a conversation and respect everyone and their thoughts. Uh, okay. Should men and women be equal in everything? Uh, yes or no? Of course, men and women should be equal, but are they? Absolutely not. And we should take pride in that. That's that's what's so disgusting about today's society. It's just like, okay, so men have ran the world for the last few thousand years, but now women want this massive overcorrection where they want to be... It's like a superiority complex or an inferiority complex. I don't really know what it is, to be honest, but it's... It's really pissing me off. It's really annoying, to be honest, because we should take pride that men can do things that women can't. Like, I don't know, squat a thousand pounds, squat 500 pounds, uh, fucking mostly construction. I won't say all, I'm, all, I won't say all women can't do construction because yeah, there are women out there that can do construction, but like. There's a million things women can do that men can't. Like, I don't know, shit a baby out? Guys, we take pride in getting a good shit out when we're constipated. Women shoot out kids every day. And we should applaud them for that. That's you make They make human beings. And, I don't know, like, they freaking... I don't know, they do... They freaking... <laughs> I don't know what women do that men can't. They jo they jog better than most guys. Freaking they they work out better than most guys. Most guys, you know, they want bulk. Women want to just be lean. Most women don't want to be bulk, uh, bulky. They want to just freaking be lean, and they do better job. They do better workouts. They look better <laughs> at working out. Um, shit. What else can women do that men can't? They can freaking nag. <laughs> <laughs> and there I am. I get canceled. Oh, gosh. I mean, men are good naggers, too. But, you know, women take... Anyway, nagging is an art form to women. Um, I won't, you know, do the scapegoat freaking like women could cook better than men. Because, no, we have freaking Gordon Ramsay and he's a freaking monster cook or a chef, whatever. Um, I don't know, but... Men and women should be equal, and yeah, I mean, we pretty much are, but we abs but we aren't at the same time. Like, and that's and that should be okay. I don't know. It's just it it it, it just that question just irks me. I guess sometimes want because it makes me think of like today's world. All right. So the reason I ask is because if a man hits a woman. The man will for sure go to jail. But if a woman hits a man, then it is fine. But what if a man is defending himself and is actually getting hurt and could, could not run away and just hits the woman so he can get away? Now, if people say that a man should be a man and never put his hands on a woman, then is that fair? Why does he not have the same equal rights as a woman? See, that's a great question, man, because believe it or not, assault... That kind of assault does happen to men. And, like, that's that was the problem with this whole believe all women shit. Like, really, like, every last fucking one of them? Because there are psycho women out there. There are, there are crazy women out there. And even if you didn't hit the woman, like, and you somehow got away... She would probably just start beating her chest just so it looked like you were beating her first. 
and like then you get arrested. I don't know. It was like I've seen a lot of movies. I've seen a lot of shit in my time in my thirty five years here. Like you just due process needs needs to make a comeback, <laughs> and it really like it's it's deteriorating with a lot of other freedoms that we have in this world. Um, all right, let's take this further. If a man transitions to a woman and a woman transition transitions to a man, is that okay? Absolutely. Honestly, transgender thing, like, I used to have a beef with it when I was growing up, obviously. Like, because, you know, things were different at that time. But now I'm at this point in my life where I honestly could not give a fuck. Now, if it's imposed on our children, on the other hand, that's where I get pissed off. That's where I say, fuck you, because there are people that are pushing for, like, hormone blockers. And that pisses, that just, that's child abuse, in my opinion. But anyway, moving forward. Uh, People say it is their body, their choice, but now people are fighting to change gender on paperwork when a baby is born. And they are, and they put the baby as non-binary, but isn't that being hypocritical because they are born a gender... And you're putting them in a genderless category. And what if they grow up and they wanted to always be a girl or a boy in the first place? Isn't that taking the rights of the baby in the first place? Does that make it sense or any? It does. Because actually that's just what I was kind of talking about there. Like, it's, to me, that's the second the whole non-binary thing took off. Nurses should have started reporting these people to the state. Because that is endangering a child mentally and even physically, um, especially emotionally. But, like, it is it is very hypocritical. And, I don't know, it's just, it's so annoying that people, that the world has become what it's become in the last five to ten years. I, I Honestly, I didn't know non-binary was a thing. Until I listened to your mom's house for the first time. <clears throat> and that was like five years ago. And they were making jokes of it. Because it, it this whole gender this whole gender thing is just a big joke. Honestly. It's like... The, these, these are the type of people that will tell you to follow the science until you talk about gender. Because the second you bring up gender, I'm like, okay, so scientifically, there should only be male and female. But if you say that to them, you're immediately a hate monger, you're a um, transphobe, whatever. You, uh, you're whatever phob- phobes. And it's just like, no, you're just, that's a cop-out. Fuck you, and <laughs> go eat a dick. Because that's just, I don't know. It, it really irks me with society, like the way society's been the last few years. Um... Gosh, this is just gonna be a, this is gonna be a controversial episode, Angel. Um, but yeah, it made sense, and it is very very annoying that you know that you're immediately uh, taking something a, a very simple right away from a baby. Like honestly, like it's okay if. That per, if that baby boy grows up and after 18 just says, hey man, like, I don't feel like I should be a man. I feel like a woman. Then that's fine. Fucking chop off your dick, grow some titties, and if that makes you feel better, do it. But, like, I've read a lot of articles where these people also regret transitioning. Like, a lot of articles. There has been so many, like... Like, the whole gender dysmorphia thing is just really, like... It's... It's a mental disorder. And... These people, like... They need help. But the thing is, I'm also not going to sit there and say, like, they are bad people. If they if they feel like they need to be a woman, and then they feel better about transitioning... I applaud them. Like, good for you. I'm not going to fuck you, but, you know, I applaud you for freaking 
do it. Like, if you feel better about yourself, great. I mean, I know, I know uh, why I don't know her personally, but there's a trans woman like that I follow. She's a she's a smart, smart person. Her name is Blair White. If she was a real girl, I would say she's drop dead gorgeous. But knowing that she was once a man, kind of just kind of like it makes my dick soft. <laughs> but no, she. She's otherwise a very, very smart, intellectual person, and very, very, like, I don't know, she's just, she's super smart. It's weird to call her a she, because it's really a guy. But, she's hella cool, she listens to metal, she, she's, she's got a brain, and she asks the right questions, and she, she's got her own YouTube channel, you can check her out, Blair White, very, very cool person. All right, moving on, moving on, because, boy, this is a very controversial, uh, well, okay, I guess we are approaching the end a little bit. Uh, now, if it is okay in this world that you can be a certain gender because you were born to be a man but stuck in a woman's body, or you feel you were born a woman but stuck in a man's body, and we have to respect that. Um, now there is a white man who says he feels Korean and did plastic surgery to look more Korean. I did see this. This is fucking hilarious. See, this is where, like, this whole... The way things have been going, I feel like a Pandora's box was open within... Way before the 2016 election. Because, boy, holy shit, has the world gone, like, south. Since, like... I'd say, like, since 2014, 2015. Because now you got this shit. Um, now he has a lot of backlash, but yet he says he feels Korean and was born a white man. Now people say you cannot transition to a race, uh, but why is it okay to transition to a gender? If the white man is happy and feels Korean, why is that not okay? <clears throat> See, and this is where the hypocrisy lies, because now he's what they say he's culturally appropriating that, like he's culturally appropriating Koreans, and because he's a white guy. But if it was like a Mexican guy transitioning into a Korean person, people wouldn't say shit. And that's also where racism lies, because it's like okay, now because he's white, like you're not okay with it. I don't know. It's just, it. I, honestly, I think the guy's an idiot. Really, I honestly think this guy is fucking stupid. But is it any sweat off my ass that he did this? No, because like, it's not going to affect me at all. If he's happy, good for him. I mean, honestly, I think Koreans, especially Kim Jong Un, would probably murder him. But. <laughs> It's just like, whatever, whatever makes your freaking dick hard. I'm happy for you, man. If you feel Korean, great. I mean, I've lived my entire life thinking like, feeling like a white guy, but I, I'm not going to sit there and bleach my skin like Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's just, this world is fucking ridiculous. I've been telling God to take me away for so long. That's not a suicide thing, guys. I'm just making a joke. It's just like, uh, I'm just so sick of this freaking place. Can I just hurry up and go fishing with Jesus already? Like, I'm just ready. I'm tired. But Angel also submitted pictures of the guy. And, yeah, I, I know exactly who you were talking about because he's been made fun of uh, numerous times on YouTube, on my podcast that I listen to. Um, what I think, what I, what he did, I think was stupid, but it doesn't affect me in, at all. So it's something that I thought of for a few seconds when I heard it and then just moved on because it just, yeah, it doesn't affect me. All right. Okay. Now let's get deeper in the conversation. Do you think transgenders should be able to play in sports? Do you think it is fair? Yes or no? Why or why not? And then he said, what do you think of this? I'll get into that. Mm, see, I don't think they should play in... They should play in the 
sport that they were born like if they are a transgender female a man going into a woman they should still compete in the men's relay or ufc because no biologically that is not fair at all like if lebron james decided to fucking transition into a woman tomorrow just to play in the WNBA, he would fucking light every one of those girls up and but the thing is knowing today's culture you would still have to applaud him because he's brave and he freaking decided to grow titties and chop his dick off it's like no like he would like i think dave Chappelle made a joke about this one time and he even said like lebron james would score like a thousand points a game on every in the WNBA. It would be unreal, and it, he'd be the first female to dunk, uh, first woman to freaking triple double. I don't know. I don't. I don't watch the WNBA, so maybe there are women out there that can do a triple double. If they can, I applaud them. But <clears throat> um, no, I I don't think. I think like if you're a woman transitioning to a man, you should still play in women's sports because you're going to be a very puny man for the most part like i don't know maybe you're not going to be a puny man maybe maybe you're going to be a beefy dude but it's just not fair and yeah what what do you think of this uh let me see the article please although she has gone undergone a hormonal process to reduce her testosterone levels strength size of bones uh, muscles and organs is wait what am i reading this although she's got undergone a hormonal process to reduce her testosterone levels strength size of bones muscles and organs is greater than a woman yeah this is a guy that freaking transition transition into a woman so he can face women in the ufc it's disgusting in my opinion like I bet you anything the woman that he beat has got, like, a fractured jaw. Probably can't even see straight now. Um, oh. The transgender fighter, Alana McLaughlin, submits opponent. Yeah. You choke a woman out, and you can choke her out in, like, freaking 10, 15 seconds. I don't know, like... Even though he went through the hormonal therapy, whatever the hormonal process, like, and I don't, know, it's it's disgusting in my opinion. Like that guy, that I'm gonna call him a guy because that's what he is. He's a fucking guy. Just put, dyed his hair pink and said he's a woman, just to fight women in the UFC legally. To to me, it's like where are the feminists on this? Like, girl power, right? You should be fucking at this guy's house with pitchforks, freaking lynching ropes, torches, because he is, like, beating a woman's ass. <laughs> and we have to applaud him because what he did was brave to sit there and say he identifies as a woman. It's disgusting. Even South Park did an episode where <laughs> it's a very funny episode. Um, or a woman's strong, the lady's name is strong woman. Her ex-boyfriend appears in it and it's macho man, Randy Savage, but he's competing and he's competing in women's sports because he identifies as a woman. Now it's fucking hilarious. So good. Um, but that's actually it for angels corner. Boy, that actually wasn't that many questions, but boy, the very lengthy, that's what it was. That's what it was. Angel. And you, you threw me off, but boy, you were on fire with the whole National Guard shit, and I and I don't blame you, man, because it is a slap in the face with with what they said, but you kind of have to see it. You, you have to kind of like look at it both ways. I can sympathize with the people that are going to retire there, and yeah, like when you hear stuff like that, it's kind of like what's the word I'm looking for? Disheartening. Um, and it's just like it, it makes you kind of think ill of um, 
the young people that are in the military, like not not the military in general, but you might sit there and think bad thoughts about people like that. <laughs> oh man, Jesus! All right, so that was Angel's Corner, and gee, like I gotta get out of here, guys. I'm actually I'm surprised that I went as long as I did. I feel like my voice is kind of clearing up now. Maybe I, I just needed to talk and talk to you guys and get out my frustrations about transgenders. And, <laughs> and now, now, just because I said what I said on this episode doesn't mean I'm transphobic or anything like that. Like, I'll fucking be besties with a, a trans person. <laughs> like, I would be best friends with Blair White in, in a heartbeat. I think she'd, she'd be fucking awesome to hang out with. Um... But yeah, go check her out, guys, if you have any questions regarding her lifestyle. You'll you'll kind of understand where I'm coming from when you listen to her. You'll be like, oh, okay, so she leans a certain way, you know, politically. <laughs> She's smart, what can I say, guys? Um, <clears throat> but I'm going to get out of here. Thank you again for helping me get past 500 listens. Hopefully I can get to 1,000 a lot sooner, and hopefully thousands more down the road uh i'm gonna keep working i'm gonna keep on working on possibly doing this movie podcast i don't know when or where i'll announce it if i do um but thank you guys for listening please share like subscribe whatever review it means everything in the world to me if you do it maybe takes a few seconds for you um Rest in peace, Norm Macdonald. Rest in peace, Turd Ferguson. Like, again, my heart goes out to his family. Like, it's a huge loss for comedy this week. And I'm definitely going to be going down a Norm Macdonald rabbit hole for probably the next few weeks. Uh, Amazing, amazing comedian. Uh, But on that note you guys take care i will talk to you guys next week god bless you i'm gonna go fight this cold while cook while i go cook dinner at the same time i don't know all right take care guys love you